Jane Austen. What a boss-ass bitch. She managed to write about independence and the intelligence of a woman in a time where marriage dowries and the size of one's land were the only things that, quote, truly mattered. Women weren't even people, but basically just objects. And she explored more topics than just enemies to lovers or elevating one's status, which is more than can be said for some authors today. She talked about how if someone had a countenance that was considered different than what was expected in society, that they could be shunned or looked down upon. Does that sound familiar? It's like she was looking into the future, and her words have still rung true who knows how many years later. Um, Honestly, I really don't because I'm horrific at math. So I'm currently reading Mansfield Park, and it's not one of my favorite books by her, but it's showing me a different side of her writing style and I'm really enjoying seeing her write about a story that, that's at least not initially a romantic novel. So it circles around a girl named Fanny who is basically cast off to her aunt and uncle's house because she's a part of a family of seven children and her mom no longer has the means to take care of her. She feels super out of place with her estranged family and they pretty much make her feel like she's lesser than them from the get-go and at every point that they possibly can. But my point is that Austin addresses a lot of issues that are still very present in today's society, from gaps in economic status to forbidden love to gender equality, and she even hints at some mental health issues as well. What I personally love so much about her and her writing is that her characters are very strong, witty, and they always rise above the circumstances that they were born into. She basically gives hope to people that don't have the means or the status to maybe accomplish what they want to or be with the person that they want to be with. And she also manages to evoke a sense of hope in her readers that I haven't experienced with any other author to this point. Another strong suit of Austin's is that she is a master of character development. A great example is her book Emma in which Emma was basically a rich brat who had everything handed to her on a silver plate, and then she does a full 180 and becomes someone who is caring, and who actually gives a shit about whether other people live or die. And if that's not true character development, I don't know what is. One of my favorite things about her writing, though, is definitely the subtle banter and witty dialogue that she uses throughout each of her stories. If I could just write one story with half of the wit and humor that she does, I would literally sell my soul to the devil. You know, I do understand those that read her work and think it's a bit dry just because the language used is aged, but the nuanced meanings behind her words and the back and forth between characters is hard to miss and definitely admirable. The first book that I read by her was Pride and Prejudice. And it was just because I'd heard so much about it, and I've always loved and enjoyed reading the classics, but I was definitely a little skeptical to begin with. When I first read it, I had heard so much about Mr. Darcy and what an asshole he was, so I had some thoughts going into it. When I first started reading it, I loved Elizabeth, and I wanted to be her more than anything. I wanted to have her wittiness and her charm and her intelligence. And then I remembered... I definitely don't want to live in the 1800s. There's no running water or air conditioning. But other than that, it seemed ideal. 
Maybe I'm not the only one that this happened to, but at the beginning of the story, I kind of despised Darcy, and I thought he was like the normal douchebag who basically ghosts you after one date, or who completely ignores you and goes out of the way to avoid saying hi to you when they see you on campus after having a one-night stand. But as the story progresses, and as Elizabeth, you know, begins to see the true nature of Mr. Darcy and the two begin to fall in love, she realizes that he's just not just dark and brooding and mean, but that there's a lot more to him. And we can thank Austin for being the first to create the trope of a troubled man who is definitely toxic, but who the main character falls for and is drawn to anyways, because all women love a hard relationship and love to be able to fix someone. Ain't that true? Darcy, however, is an anomaly, because he does wind up being kind and giving Elizabeth everything she wants and needs. But, if we want to talk about a real and true fuckboy, we should dive into the character of Mr. Wickham. First, he's interested in Elizabeth. Then, when he realizes that, that, realizes that that's not going to happen, he goes after her younger sister, Lydia, who will honestly take the attention of any man, regardless of their status, because she is so desperate for affection. Basically, he also will take the attention of any girl that will give him the time of day. But he chooses to go after Elizabeth's younger sister and ruin her purity in the process. And not to mention that fact, but he also is financially indebted to so many that he basically can't even provide for her. So, in today's time, it would be comparable to a man who took you on a date, but then claimed to have lost his wallet. Or, someone who you're so desperate because you haven't had sex in a while that you still sleep with him anyways, and they knock you up, and you're forced to spend the rest of your life together. Basically, not just a fuckboy, but a fuckboy that feels at even being a fuckboy. Anyways, <laughs> enough of that. I've noticed that a lot of Austin stories have a strong central character and sisterly relationships that last through lots of turmoil and strife and a lot of shit, and we really do love females supporting other females. Elizabeth and Jane's relationship is honestly goals and really shows that even though Austin understood the importance of marriage and finding one's other half, she also made sure to prioritize the importance of friendship and loyalty in the family. Austin was truly a visionary for her time, and is even a visionary still today. Her books really showed that if someone had determination and a want to learn more and a thirst for knowledge, they would be able to achieve their goals no matter what obstacles were put in their way or what societal barriers were blocking them. Her stories have truly grown to be a comfort to me, and I hope that if you've been listening, you feel the same way. And if you didn't before, maybe you do now. So, I love to talk about female authors, and next week, please join me in talking about Louisa May Alcott and her groundbreaking novel, Little Women.